Audio Podcast Network. Learn to love yourself first so that that's not even something that you're looking for when getting into a relationship because you aren't looking for someone to make you happy or change your life because somebody nobody's gonna like it's not gonna make you change internally how you feel like it's just gonna be different on the outside you're looking for a partner to spend your life with and grow together not someone else to like solve all your problems because that's not realistic and it's never gonna happen so stop it welcome to the awkward mom stage podcast Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready, because the Awkward Mom stage starts now. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Lola, and I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so I recorded a Thanksgiving episode. It was a good concept of, you know, family and friends chatting at the holiday dinner table, some chuckles about the drive up to the cabin and all that. But oh my God, like, first of all, it took me four days to edit just like 40 minutes of the whole like almost three hour recording to give you an idea I usually edit in a day like less than a day it takes maybe a few hours in a day depending on like how long the recording was if there was a guest and all that but yeah it took four days so there's that second between seven people talking at once our friend Tony practically hugging the mic while chewing ice there was table tapping at one point I think Brooklyn barked from the back room for us to shut up because we were being too loud so like it was just so much happening and I just couldn't put y'all through that you'd never listen to the podcast again like I mean it might not be that bad but I don't know because I edited it down and then had Kevin listen to it and he was like just no (laughs) so that's why there hasn't been an episode in two weeks because the recording that was supposed to be like a three-part episode that was like planned out for the next few weeks it all ended up getting scrapped so yeah like onward and upward we go I guess I have two guest episodes coming up though that were moved up a little sooner now that we have three episodes on the roster that are being trashed so look out for those in the coming weeks. I will also be getting back to posting on social. I know it's been like extra quiet on there, but I've just been chilling and enjoying not stressing over posting and all that. So yeah, I'm easing my way back in. I think I'm also thinking of doing like another this year in review episode like I did last year, either for the season finale or maybe like the for the new season things that I loved in 2022 that I'm bringing into 2023 I don't know haven't really figured that out yet how I'm gonna structure it but I'm working on you know putting that together and I love those kind of episodes personally just because it gives me a chance to find like new things for myself you know from other podcasts and YouTube channels that I watch when they share like gift guides, um, gift ideas, things that, you know, they've been loving through the year, books, movies, shows, Amazon obsessions, of course, because who doesn't shop on Amazon and like all that stuff. So I'm working on all of that. Here on the Awkward Mom stage, we're all about a self-love queen. 
which is why I'm so excited to be partnering with Bush, a self-love and wellness brand all about encouraging us to prioritize ourselves and challenging us to self-love for 30 days. Bush says self-love is productive. It lowers stress levels, improves sleep quality, it's a mood booster, and promotes physical health. Bush sent me the cute little Express 2 to try, and this baby gives you powerful suction that you can mix and match with 40 different patterns and levels. Ladies, it's definitely going to redefine your self-care days. (laughs) Wink, wink. It has magnetic USB charging. It's discreet and waterproof, so it's perfect in the bath or shower. It's a cute little pink vibe that comes with a cute matching carry bag. It's time to prioritize yourself and take the Bush I Come First 30-Day Challenge. Don't wait to elevate your self-care routine. Use code VUSH50 for 50% off your Express 2 today. That's code VUSH50. Click the link in the show notes to start your self-love challenge today. Now let's get back to the show. I'm actually currently like recording this episode in the car because I got in the car rider line hella early today. So I was like, I usually will bring like my um, computer and stuff to edit or do work or just whatever sometimes, depending on how early I get to, you know, school in the line. So since I was so early today, I was like, whatever, I guess I will record because (laughs) I think an explanation needed to be had about that episode like I am so sorry that it's been two weeks like it was just it just wasn't happening y'all like y'all would have just been like why did you even post this (laughs) so yeah that that's just what's been going on over here it's getting close to Christmas and the new year like time is flying by of course we all say it like oh my god time is flying by but like legitimately where has time gone I don't know what's happening now is the time of year when everyone's making like all these resolutions and trying to crush the last month of the year and whatever but this year I'm not stressing myself out with any of that like I did that for so long and it honestly did nothing but make the end of the year more miserable for me because it was just like a list of shit that I either hadn't accomplished yet or hadn't even started And I just expected myself to get up and go through this crazy life-changing two-month journey and, like, be where I want it to be by January 1st. Like, it's not going to happen, okay? So, like, if you never made your bed in the morning for the last six months, do not expect to just be up making your bed every morning in four weeks. Like, stop it. It's about being realistic with things as well. So like this year and going into next year, I'm just going to plan for what I'm working on and like stick to that and move forward. I'm not chasing anything or anyone and I'm not stressing about trying to be like a completely different person by January 1st. The less you stress about something, the easier it is to get to it anyway, because you like you have a clear mind and path on how to get there and not rushing just like gives you the chance sometimes to like spot possible mistakes or downfalls like before they happen you know so you can correct things or even make things better when you have like a clear and concise action plan you know and you aren't just trying to get somewhere because someone else is already there 
So knowing that you'll get there and just continuing to work towards it all, you can do, you know, anyway. So why stress yourself out in the process of something you can't rush, fast track or change? Like, just be. I'm not like a huge religious person, but I was raised Christian and I do believe in God and the universe, you know, all of that just in my own, you know, personal way. But without getting all deep into it, like my all time favorite scripture talks about being still Psalm 46, 10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. That scripture has always stuck with me. Like I was just drawn to it one day reading the Bible. And like, after that day, I've kept it with me ever since. Like, do not get it twisted. I am not saying that I'm out here reading the Bible every single day because like, it's not happening. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. But like, sometimes, you know, I don't know, sometimes I'll read a scripture, but whatever, like that scripture in particular, like, it, it hangs on my, it hangs on the wall in my office too. Like, I think that it's also because it's like you know when you're when you feel like sick or nauseous and then you just want to like sit or lay still like the room is moving and you're just feeling like shit and you just need to be still and like try and get everything else to be still so like things will become clear that's how I imagine life goes and like how I use that scripture in my life I guess like when things in life are like going left for me and like I feel uncomfortable or out of control or like things are just moving too fast, sometimes I just need to sit down and be still. Like if an anxiety attack or even worse, a panic attack ensues, I have to sit still. I have to be still and breathe and, you know, count down or whatever. Like I'm just in that spot, whether that's me taking a nap, laying down, not thinking laying on the floor in the fetal position or standing up at the ceiling like I just need to be still in that moment and let the thoughts and feelings come to me and like go so I just need to be still sometimes I'll sit or like stand or lay down and I'll just cry if I feel like it like I'll talk to God and I'll just say Lord I don't know what you want for me I don't know how I'm supposed to feel or what you want me to do but I'm just gonna leave this with you because I don't feel strong enough to feel this on my own. Like I have yet to have the Lord talk back to me. I have never heard the the voice of God or like the Holy Spirit or whatever people say it is that they heard. I don't know if I ever will. Like, hell, I might get scared if I start hearing voices. (laughs) I don't know. But sometimes I still kind of want to hear it. Like just once, like, hey, God, it's me again, you know, (laughs) If you could just give me a little hint at what I'm supposed to be doing or an idea, clear a little brain fog or send me a sign to let me know I'm going in the right direction. But, you know, it hasn't happened yet. But that scripture has always stayed with me, though. Like, let me tell you something. Working on yourself is hard. Okay, working on you is crazy because you need to sit there with yourself and all you've done and all you've said and everything that's happened to you all you've been through and all those feelings and traumas and you gotta like relive it a little bit you know to to like work through it and and live free from the hold that it has on you because no one wants to say that they're you know the cause of certain things happening in their life but sometimes the mountain is you like funny enough I got that 
from the book that I'm reading. It's called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weiss. I'm listening to it on Audible right now and like it's a real eye opener. I'll tell you now. I will let you know what what I think like once I've finished it, but I have found myself like mouth dropped open because I was feeling a little attacked and a bit triggered. Like, ma'am, what do you mean I am sabotaging myself? <laughs> like but yeah, self-sabotage is a real thing. And it happens even when you aren't trying or thinking about doing it yourself. It happens. So you need to accept it, forgive, and move forward. And forgiveness is something you need to give yourself as well. For whatever reason, forgiving yourself can be the hardest thing. I don't know, maybe because it's you. I don't know. But I don't know what it is, why we can't be our own number one cheerleader. But like that is the shit is the hardest. For me recently, I've been like working through forgiving myself to be a little transparent. I've been really struggling with regret for moving to Georgia. Like though my husband's business is thriving here, like I've been extremely homesick. I also had like job changes and things that have been like really unfamiliar for me here. So I think that's another reason it's hard for me to be like on my main Instagram because it like has all my friends and reminds me of home and I miss it. So it's a little hard to be on that feed sometimes. So I've been working on like forgiving myself for being mad at myself for something I honestly like couldn't control. I was on board with the move, you know, and a new start. Millions of people do it daily. But like, then I was hit with like my own disappointment from my own unmet expectations, you know, that I put on the move. So I can't, you can't put your expectations onto others and like other things and then get mad when it doesn't perform how you want, how you, you know, expected. Those are like your expectations and not necessarily, you know, theirs or like the reality. It's also no one else's job to make you happy or fulfilled. If you're unhappy in yourself, you'll continue like to be that way no matter what you get or have or buy or achieve. So, happiness comes from within and we cannot put that burden on someone else because it'll never work you see what I mean growth is hard like I don't want to be an adult I don't want to grow okay I want I just want to stay my crippled self but you know I'm working on it I've been really getting back into reading and like I finished three physical books and like five audiobooks in the last four months or so and I'm so proud of myself yay me because my books were legit just like collecting dust like everywhere like from my office to my bedroom like they were not getting touched or I would buy another book and I hadn't even touched any of the ones that I had already purchased so my audible was list list was like filling up I was like scrolling through that the other day like oh I didn't know I downloaded this book it's bad you know I just I wasn't listening or reading to anything I was just collecting just to collect so I've been really trying to get back into that and I think it also helps so much more than getting lost in a good story you know because reading is great for your brain and helps with memory and you learn new words and so much more and it's good for your imagination like I have a really good imagination so I like to kind of I haven't really used it in a while like it's weird and so it's nice to kind of you know take your mind somewhere else for a little bit so it's always just been something that I love and I just have kind of like pushed the side for a long time so it was nice to fall back into a good habit you know 
So my current audiobook is The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist. And the physical book I'm reading right now is The Uncoupling, which it's actually really good. Let me read the summary. I tell a tale of an unusual enchantment that made women turn away from their men. Oh, Eros. This spell entranced the young ones glued to their mirrors, the ones in the middle of life glued to their duties, and the old ones glued to air. Why did these gentle women withdraw so swiftly without mercy? Do not cast judgment upon them. They knew not what they were doing or what had been done to them. Their refusals were made in blindness, in innocence, and in bed after bed after bed. I mean, really. So, yeah, that's the current physical book that I'm reading. It seems like it's a really good book. I'm excited to get into that. I'm on page 30 right now, I think, because I just started literally yesterday, which by the time this goes up, it'll have been a week or so. So I'll be much further in the book, I'm sure. But right now, as I'm recording this, I think I'm on like page 30 or 37 or something like that. I started on Monday night. So hopefully I'll get a little further into it by tonight. 2022 has been all about celebrating our newfound self-awareness and making positive change something this podcast works hard to do every day. Audible helps make space for what matters to you. It's a destination for your wellness, whether you're looking to soul search, be inspired, work towards new goals, unwind, or simply be entertained. I've certainly had time this year to figure out what truly makes me happy, and well, we all know I love Audible. I talk about them all the time. I solved my reading problem with Audible over four years ago, and it's been amazing. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes the authors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they have podcasts, sleep meditations, and more. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today at audibletrial.com slash the awkward mom stage and get 30 days and your first book free. All of their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices, even if your subscription expires or you cancel. You can still keep and access all the books you've already purchased. Just download them again from anywhere, anytime. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and that number just keeps growing. Visit audibletrial.com slash theawkwardmomstage to get started on your reading list today. Now back to the show. I'm still working on myself and trying to get back into the social media thing, mainly for work things like the podcast or my Etsy shop. Like I said, going into my personal Insta just brings up a lot of FOMO for me. So I was talking to my bestie Court the other day and we were just talking about coming into like a new moon, like just all of this happening and how things have been changing and shifting in such crazy ways. Like my mood and emotions have been all over the place. So I was telling her about like not being on social And she was like, that's probably why you don't go on that page because it makes you feel like really homesick. And I'm like, yeah, like even though I've posted, you know, since I moved 
my family and my friends are still there. So it's like, I don't know, I just miss home. And it's just so different here. And the vibe is different. And the people are different. And it's just stressful for me. Like, (laughs) it's been a hard three years. But I think I also, like, make it harder for myself with stressing so hard. I'm uh, working on it. (laughs) I'm stressing hard over something I clearly can't change right now. But just, like, let me do me right now, okay? Like, let me... (laughs) let me just be in my fields for a minute and then you know I'll work on it but honestly going backwards would just push everything out of whack and make it worse than like COVID lockdown time so say la vie okay so today's episode I wanted to talk about thriving in your 30s or just being in your 30s in general because if you go by men in the internet apparently women shrivel up and die after 30 so like I should be like picking out my burial plot because I'm 37 you know but your 30s are like a big time in your life it's supposed to be when you officially grow up and like have your shit together but um has anyone seen the world today there are many 30 somethings who are still learning and growing still in college or whatever like I feel like it's made to be way bigger than it should be like I felt no different the next day after I turned 30 even after I turned 35 like I cried and was upset about turning 30 only to wake up the next day and shit was the same like there's still time to make big changes in your life without it being excessively challenging you know you're probably still you know in pretty good shape physically and even if you're not you can go to the gym it's not like a non-attainable goal you know what I mean that doesn't stop because you're 30 now financially you can still make the financial or career adjustments you need to make in order to have like a great retirement start a business or build an empire I just feel like society rushes women to get married and have kids and only to like basically tell them they're they're going to die alone like if they don't do it by 30 or whatever or at all because that's not even every woman's goal like everybody don't want crotch goblins okay like y'all need to stop it like kids are great but like not everybody wants great kids and also not everybody is a good parent you know what i'm saying like not everybody is like parent material they just (laughs) they don't need a kid so like stop trying to shove kids down women's throats it's so annoying like ugh, find something else okay pick something else damn you would think by now with the amount of people coming out of marriages that they got in at young ages thinking that like that's what they should be doing only to be like 35 and divorced or like starting over because they realized they weren't like even grown up themselves when they jumped into or were pushed into like a lifetime with someone else and to make other people that they have to raise and then teach stuff and they're like okay but I don't even know shit yet like damn just avoid the tendency to coast through your 30s you know but like don't act like you're dying of old age tomorrow because like that's a myth they don't even take the time to like study women's bodies the way they do men like hell they don't even send you to the gynecologist no more until you're 21 which is wild because every woman menstruates at a different time in their life but what do i know i'm just a woman right (laughs) anyway this time of your life is an important time and can have a great impact on the rest of your life 
So stop listening to people who tell you that you should have it all together by now. Like to make the most of your 30s starts with getting to know you. Do the internal work to find out what it is that you really want and who you really are. Who who do you want to be with? Or if you want to be with anyone at all, like learn to love yourself first so that that's not even something that you're looking for when getting into a relationship because you aren't looking for someone to make you happy or change your life because somebody, nobody's going to like, it's not going to make you change internally how you feel like it's just going to be different on the outside. You're looking for a partner to spend your life with and grow together, not someone else to like solve all your problems because that's not realistic and it's never going to happen. So stop it. Though older generations are like confused as to why you still don't have like a house and eight kids and the same job for 25 years, times have clearly changed and life is not what it used to be. 80K houses are now like going for upwards of 500K. So like, where are we supposed to be, you know, having these lives? You still have time to like for like a major career change. Like in theory, you can always go back to school or choose a different career path, but it's obviously much more practical and feasible to accomplish it in your 30s rather than like your 40s or 50s, you know, because it gets a little more challenging for obvious reasons. But like, stop. So if you've always wanted to like try a new career, like now is the time to plan your escape, especially with how everything has started to shift in career world anyway, with like jobs in general, there's so many new opportunities for growth and in places that will like help you get where you want to be rather than just like dragging the days away at a job you hate going into or working in a career that you can't stand. No one is saying like up and quit your job tomorrow. Like, please stop listening to these internet people telling you to just quit your job if you're so sad. Like, have a fucking backup plan. Be an adult. Grow up. But like, <laughs> yeah, like eventually you need to get the hell out of here if like, you know, that's not what you want to do. But you should consider like moving on and like starting to like make the necessary changes in your current position. You know what I'm saying? Do like what you have to do to get where you want to be. If the career or the job you're currently in isn't where you want to be in the next five minutes, much less the next six months or even six years, take your time while you still have steady income, you know, ride that, ride that wave and figure out what you want to do and what you can see yourself doing for years of life and then work towards that goal. Create a plan and stick to it and you'll reach your goal faster and feel more accomplished when you do it because you can look back at the steps you took and you know what you went through to get there but then you also didn't have that extreme stress of trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills because you decided to just quit your job without a backup plan you still also have time for like major life change you could still get married again have a family or end a relationship and start over Men biologically obviously have like another decade or so before like starting a family becomes less practical or whatever. But honestly, that's probably because they need that extra decade or so to grow the hell up. (laughs) But seriously, aside from having children, unless that's like your main goal in life, there are so many ways to have a healthy baby in your 30s now. You know, obviously, aside from un unforeseen factors like you know infertility or something like that if everything else is otherwise you know working according to plan you know 
you've got time and there's many options nowadays and there uh, they act like infertility only happens like in your 30s and later like there are many many women going through infertility issues under 30 so like i really wish they would stop like infertility is not just for the 30 year olds rushing to the altar because society your parents your family your friends anyone other than you is a bad idea okay if you've always wanted children then maybe it's time to get serious which also means if the guy who's been wasting your time for the last five years still can't give you a clear view on like a life plan at least it may be time to weigh your options and see if you want to wait around for you know that time or if you know if that ever happens or if you you know want to move on because while everyone is up in your bedroom trying to figure out when you're having children they don't tell you like your whole identity and everything about you changes once you become a wife and a mom so make sure you know exactly what it is you want in your life before you go jump in the broom with someone who isn't even on the same page as you once you get in your 30s it's a good idea to try and like stay in shape obviously or be healthy at least i'm the last person to say anything about going to the gym or being healthy and all that because i have not started back to the gym and i do not eat you know as healthy as i should i try but you know again it's a work in progress okay i'm working on me but you know something that happens you know during one's 30s where your body you know no doubt changes it starts to change starts to feel a little different things is cracking and popping and locking more than they used to you know what i'm saying especially if you add things like having children and health issues etc so it may happen more in your like later 30s but it's a really good idea you know to try and stay active and maintain at least a balanced diet no more are the days where i can eat you know one meal a day and work all day and go out and party and then wake up early and do it all over again you know without missing a beat I enjoy my bed and getting in it before 11 p.m. The thought of getting dressed to leave my house after 9.30 p.m. sounds like a nightmare to me now. But, you know, considering there are athletes well into their 30s, I think our everyday lives, you know, in our 30s will be fine as long as we're able, you know, as long as we're maintaining at least a little bit of a healthy, balanced lifestyle. Okay, so we're back back from pickup anyway so like i was saying like as your body changes it's important to make like a few adjustments to your diet and activity levels obviously you know losing weight is obviously not gonna be what it was when you were 21 you know that's just the long and short of it that's for everyone male female whatever like the older you get the harder it is to maintain the weight that you are trying to maintain whatever it may be weight gain weight loss whatever the hell so you know when you're younger it's a a lot easier to just skip days and not do this and eat like crap and whatever and do all of that and your body is perfectly fine now you know you can't do that anymore so you got to change things up. You got to shake it up a little bit. But, you know, that doesn't mean that it can't be done or anything like that. It just means, you know, things are a little different. So you have to stay on a more, you know, healthy track. You have to maintain healthy habits a lot more, you know, so that way you're able to keep your weight goals or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. 
It also doesn't mean, like, don't, like, rush your kids growing up or be like, oh, I can't wait till they grow up so I can finally live my life, blah, blah, blah. Like, enjoy them, you know, while they're young. They don't stay little forever. But also make time for yourself. Like, that doesn't... Just because you have children or whatever, it doesn't mean that, you know, everything has to just revolve around them. I don't ever remember a time where I was thinking like, oh, I I want my whole life to revolve around my kids because kids have their own lives as well. You know, the older they get, they have friends, they want to do things, they have activities. So you also need to make sure that you're maintaining your own identity as well. So that way you have something to do or somewhere to go, you know, when your kids are older and they're out exploring and they're having their lives and growing up and doing all that stuff. So, you know, enjoy them while you're, while they're young, but like also, you know, make time for yourself as well. Your kids won't be little forever. So like, don't think, you know, you'll never be able to chase your dreams or whatever. Like start now, you know, start, it may take a little more brainstorming, a little more work, you know, but you can still achieve your goals and dreams with kids. Like It just takes a little more time, patience, and some creative motivation. You also become more settled and solitary in your 30s. So I feel like friendships are different when you're older because people change, you know, they grow. Sometimes your friend group when you're younger minded, you know, may not be the group that you have in adulthood. Sometimes some people are blessed, you know, to have that childhood lifelong friendship or whatever. But for the most part, you know, many people grow and people change and go their separate ways. Maybe some friends, you know, are still in an immature negative mindset and you're trying to work on yourself and they're constantly negative or they constantly have something to complain about or whatever it is. It doesn't suit your lifestyle anymore. That doesn't mean that you never have to talk to them again, but you just want to keep them at a distance because you don't want that negativity flowing over to you. Quantity over quality also becomes a big thing when you're older and, you know, get out of your 20s. I feel it's more important to, like, stay in touch, you know, with friends. But it's also important to make sure you have a friend group around you that will, you know, uplift you and that wants to grow as well, that wants to grow with you. Like, nobody wants a Debbie Downer of like a friend group or friends who are constantly in some sort of drama whatever it is it's like what calm down why is there always something happening like what 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 is going on sit down and read a damn book like what are we doing making new friends becomes more challenging as you get older and there's like fewer opportunities to meet new people especially if you're a parent or you you know work from home so you don't get out as often as you'd like or you know when you're in an office setting you know you have other people around you even though half the time you don't even want to be around them but at least you have other opportunities to get out of the house you know what I'm saying but you'll find you know after a certain age people are less interested in making new friends and that could also be because it's harder to find people who enjoy the things that you enjoy you know what I'm saying or it could be you know a lot of women especially in their 30s are still trying to figure out who they are as well so whether they become a mother early in life or wife or both becoming like a mother with so many changes like it changes your social life and friendships like instantly first of all and those friendships and stuff that you do still have are kind of like 
put on the back burner, you know, because life. It's a lot easier to lose yourself, you know, in motherhood and wifehood and everything else. So you want to make sure that you're at least trying to build connections with someone, whether, you know, volunteering at your kid's school, joining a mom group, joining something online, taking a class in your town, just getting out of your comfort zone can really help like push you into meeting new people or like finding new things that you maybe wouldn't have even known you liked, you know, otherwise. After everything the world has been going through lately, I know being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling, especially the stay-at-home parent gang. Sorry, but your dog isn't interested in giving you life advice. But as someone who has seen the extreme depths of depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, and stress myself, it can and often will allow those intrusive thoughts and negativity to consume you. After going through an extremely tough year, dealing with a miscarriage, loss, and so much more, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, definitely came to my rescue, and they're here to help you too. BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't even have to leave your house or see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise on BetterHelp, and with over 20,000 plus therapists in their network, it's so easy to find the right therapist for you. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You schedule your secure video or phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist anytime. I've used BetterHelp for over three years. It was definitely helpful when I moved to a new state and knew absolutely no one. When I needed a new therapist but couldn't leave because of lockdown, BetterHelp was there. Those unlimited texts to my therapist came in handy. Everything you share is completely confidential and you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So many people are already using BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash awkwardmomstage. That's betterhelp.com slash awkward mom stage the link is in the show notes mental health is so important and so are you if you feel that you need help with more than just figuring out who you are or if you just need someone to talk to better help makes it easy to find a therapist that's right for you creating a bucket list and vision boards and stuff maybe even starting like with like the smallest things that in easiest things that you want to do on the bucket list and then like getting more grand as you go down the list or however you want to do it putting them on a vision board and whatever kind of visualizing I think always really helps to like manifest the situation that you really want to be in and like the feeling that you really want to feel but you know if you have dreams of starting a business climbing mountains going skydiving if that's your thing vacationing in paris or maui those are on my bucket list sans kids <laughs> diving with sharks or like seeing coral reefs create a bucket list of all the things that you want to do and start creating a plan and focusing on that even though you know we aren't old in our 30s and 40s we are older and you can't you know be sure how long you'll be in good physical health or whatever so start living how you want now and have some fun like stop listening to people who are like oh you're 30 you're in your 30s so you shouldn't like that shut up 
shut up okay just do what it is that you want to do what's in your heart that you know is right for you that you actually want to do don't do it for anyone else just start living for you you grown at this point like isn't that what we've been fighting for since we was younger to be grown to make our own decisions yet here we are as grown adults letting others make decisions for us still but complaining that we can't make our own decisions you know what i'm saying but you gonna have to we gonna have to figure it out you can also like set short-term goals for life for yourself like look at the future you want to have and decide how you want to live in your 50s and beyond because again you're not old in your damn 30s now is the time to begin laying the framework for whatever lifestyle it is that you want to live i'm sure you have a different view of life than you did 10 years ago i'm sure my my priorities were for sure different at 19 21 25 you know so you have to adjust your goals and behavior to accommodate those changes that come with maturity and age which also goes for finances i was not financially literate at all when i was growing up and knew nothing about credit and all of that i only like knew the bare minimum about what credit was and what you did with it so we were like paying for everything in cash i didn't want to get a credit card because i like feared the credit card debt horror stories and all of that which it's like once you realize how you're supposed to use credit then it makes more sense you know as to why you shouldn't be going into like twenty five thousand dollars worth of credit card debt but that's what happens when you don't understand debt you know so i was so scared of getting into debt that i just did not touch credit cards at all so until i want to say like 31 was when i started like getting credit cards like it was a long time i just feared it so and i was also you know not really literate with credit and finances and how it all worked so you got to educate yourself as you get older you know but start starting to budget like mainly to just know where your money is going like what you're spending and on and all that like no matter your income or like how you're getting it or if you're a stay-at-home mom or whatever the hell you should still at least know your bills when they're due like how much they are what money you have coming in what you're paying for all of that like i just think it's dumb when people have like no idea what they have in their accounts what they're spending their money on like what's coming in what's going out like it'll be a year later and they'll be like oh what was this charge for blah 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 amount and you're like what do you mean it's been a year like do you not check your account i don't understand what's happening so yeah like i don't know that's just weird to me so that's not like a sign of wealth to me that just makes you look stupid because it's like you don't know the value of a dollar like you just don't care you just throwing it all around like "Mm, that's okay simply because you have it that's stupid but you know whatever that's just me you don't stay rich by not knowing where your money goes (laughs) is all i'm saying like how much you have so if you haven't already you should start or continue if you already are saving investing something there's still time to save your way to a million dollars honestly like that won't be true for like much longer unless you have some sort of financial plan and can you know secure a significant income but keeping like keep putting money away you know and avoid taking on unnecessary debt or buying things on payment plans unless it's like absolutely necessary like i just i mean 
unless you really want to be working a minimum wage job, you know, to pay your bills when you're 70 years old, you know, whatever. All right, y'all, that's it for this episode. So if you want to make the most of the next decade of your life, you got to get out of your head that you're going to be like dying tomorrow. Okay, ladies, we're not dying. All right. Because you're in your 30s, you are fine. You are still striving and thriving. All right. We are not going anywhere anytime soon. Life does not stop. Shit stays the same the next day after your birthday. Let me tell you as a 37 year old woman, I do not honestly feel any different than I did at 31 like my knees was cracking at 30 like what does that mean like who cares my knees was cracking at 27 like I also had children so like shit is different for everyone man like just live your life if you aren't where you want to be continuing to bitch about it but not make any crucial actual you know plans or moves to change things you know they're definitely going to stay the same So now is your time. Making big changes will only be more challenging in the future, the older you do get, you know, so make the most of your 30s and 40s now. Striving and thriving, ladies, striving and thriving, okay? Even gentlemen, all right, all everybody, if you didn't get, you know, the things that you wanted in your 20s because of kids or a relationship or whatever, whatever, Just look at TikTok when lockdown happened. Millennials and adults in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, and even beyond, got online and they had fun. They they did what they wanted. They were silly. They lived life. They talked. They shared. Why? Because life does not stop and you don't die after 30. You can still reach goals and live a fabulous life. You just have to, you know, get up, get out of your head, and get down to business. Do it now and you'll be glad that you did. You'll look back and say, why did I wait so long? Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it and they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. If you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking to upgrade, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you, and get a $20 credit when you sign up for a paid plan. Now back to the show. I have two guest episodes coming out in like in the next coming weeks. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, they're both experts in like college prep, college admissions, how to get into your dream school, testing and so much more. So those will be great episodes if you're about to go into college in now or in the next few years or this year or whatever, or you have a child or a sibling or someone entering college soon. Or if you just want some pointers for the future, you know, they'll be great. So definitely look out for those episodes. I'll be back posting on the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram again as well. So, you know, 
you'll have a heads up for those when they're coming out as well as some other fun episodes I have in the works. So I definitely have things in the works that don't involve four days of editing to get through y'all. Like, <laughs> I hope today's episode found you well, or at least you found it a little helpful or nice to listen to today. That's it for this episode, y'all. I hope you all have a great Friday or whichever day you're listening to this. Have a great week or weekend. And remember to always speak your truth, spread love and positivity. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and your continued support. Please, if you can leave a review for the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows, you can just leave five stars on Apple. You don't even have to type words if if it's not your thing, but it helps me show up more on podcasting platforms so listeners can find me. Screenshot this episode, share and tag me at the Awkward Mom Stage on Instagram or at Awkward Mom Stage on Twitter so I know you listened and you're enjoying today's show. I'll reshare and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the show to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this Hot Mess Mama a coffee, you can click the support the show link. And if you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. Until next week, y'all, always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola. Lola.